It's FM 104's Switched On. It's Kieran in for Louise Ty this evening. I'm very excited now because I've heard about this movie for the last couple of weeks. Actually, the last couple of months, to be fair, I've heard about this movie. It's called Dublin Crust. One critic described it as train spotting meets the commitments. And it has an illegitimate love child with the full Monty. I'm so looking forward to talk to the man behind this. It is actor, writer, director, Mr. Baz Black. Baz, hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks a million for having me. No, thank you very much for coming on. We'll talk about Dublin Crust, uh, your first feature film, in a couple of minutes. Tell me first, though, a little bit about yourself. How did you get interested in acting first? Yeah, I mean, I've always been fascinated with movies ever since I was a kid, uh, absolutely obsessed. Um, and then my my early days with acting would have been the, the theatre. Um, and in my teenage years, I kind of moved away then into playing music and uh, martial arts. Um, and then it, I came back to it then when I was about 17, 18 and started been in music videos and short films and uh yeah it's been a, a passion ever since but uh getting to make my own movies now is is like a dream come true have you always wanted to make a feature film yeah well i mean if you had a told the younger me that i would ever make one uh, i would have said it was impossible it was always you know the hollywood dream um and it was when i was training in bow street um to be an actor uh there was a particular tutor there sarah hone who um, basically nurtured me and you know convinced me to to write my own stuff um, I did write a book in 2015 I put that out um, and then organically the script writing happened when I was in Bow Street uh, so I'd made like seven shorts and a few TV series stuff um, so building up to the feature which I knew was a massive task um, was was daunting but just to get it across the line uh, it's an achievement in itself I think how, how different is it than than doing a short film? Yeah, I mean, like everybody and every independent filmmaker will tell you how impossible it is and they'll try and persuade you not to do it. And they are right. Um, it's it's just a massive beast. Uh, it is really, really stressful. And especially when you're, you know, doing it independently um, and you don't have the, the major funding behind you. Uh, so you have to think outside the box and be very entrepreneurial and to get it across the line but it does it takes an army and you need to surround yourself with the right people and to to get it across the line people might know you um from their uh, sunday night television viewing season one and two you played uh, jed delaney in kin tell us a little bit about that because that was an absolutely massive television show for rte did you enjoy that yeah it was brilliant um uh it was amazing and it was amazing to be asked back for for season two um and it was great getting to play Jed Delaney. I wish I had been more, as every actor will attest, you know. Um, but just to, to have the opportunity. And uh, it actually, season one went to number two in America last year, which was huge, you know. And I ended up getting an American manager through that. Um, so an amazing experience. And just working with uh, such incredible, incredible actors uh, was a joy. So, um, and Peter McKenna's script was amazing. Um and you know i've kept in touch with him and and there's potential now for his next project to come on board and that's what happens it's 
stepping stones and making the connections and and hopefully it pays off in the end you've got a very distinctive look i suppose baz is, is the way to to describe it you have hey i think you look great man you've got um and especially for something like kin do you know what i mean it uh it definitely works for, for that character so you've got uh, quite a lot of tattoos say on and around your neck and around your face and everything like that you're a big fan of tattoos obviously yeah i mean i, I suppose it was always just like a little punk rocker kid always quite rebellious um and mm-hmm. you know just uh, i suppose it yeah it was the rebellious nature of it and and standing out from the crowd um so yeah it, like it rules me out of like 95 percent of roles <laughs> being honest with you um and i do capitalize on the the gangster roles and the drug dealer and all that and they're really fun to play and i relish them and i love them but um as an artist and as a human being you know you do have more emotions and just because you look one way aesthetically doesn't mean that you can't play these characters. So, you know, writing my own scripts and making my own stuff was a vehicle to show cast and directors and producers that just because I look a certain way doesn't mean that I can't play a vulnerable character or, or whatever it may be. So that was kind of the, the motivation to really start, you know, writing my own scripts. Um, but yeah, the look the look does feed in and, and I do like capitalize on those those roles where they're looking for that that kind of uh, person. And um it's as regards to tattoos and you know contradictory i am like really quiet in my life and shy and it obviously does bring a lot of attention and again a contradiction an actor or you know a director making movies uh, to say something like that but um so it's kind of like a constant battle uh that the tattoos don't define you so let's talk about then your uh, first feature film it's called dublin crust where did it come from? How long have you been writing it? And how excited are you for it to be finally released? Yeah. Um, so, you know, they do say write about what you know. And um, I was a drummer and in numerous punk bands over the years. So it's an accumulation of the stories from those bands. Um, one band in particular that I was with for eight years and the singer of that band and the guitarist, they play themselves in the movie. And Joe Rooney then completes us on the bass, who was also a musician and played in his own bands. Um, so anybody who has seen it says the authenticity of it um, when we're just, you know, hanging out as a band, how authentic it is, because it is authentic. And I was, you know, playing music with those guys. Um, so it is definitely art imitating life. And we broke up 10 years ago. And in the movie, the band uh, have have broken up for 10 years and they're, they're um, reuniting for a, a big reunion show. And um, so as regards writing it, you know, it, it it didn't take me too long to write it. There was numerous drafts, um, but because it was based on real life and, and I knew the characters inside out, um, it was quite a natural flow to it. And then the, the script uh, won the Dublin International Screenplay Competition and I got the pitch to some of the big production companies. And uh, so it just it flowed on from there. Um, but it is the one that's closest to my heart uh, and I was saving that for the feature film because it is based loosely on my life. It's very Dublin. The comedy of kind of Dublinese comes comes across even in the trailer. Like there's a bit where they're selling t-shirt merch obviously and the guy selling t-shirt merch says one for 10 or two for 25. You get really this massive sense of just the Dublin humour and the Irish humour coming through. Was that important that that shone through your screenplay? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like the the typical sarcastic Irish humour, you know, that I love. Because, um, you know, I'm not a fan of on-the-nose comedy for myself, right? And it's a really hard thing to do. Um, so that deep-rooted sarcasm, um, the, the comedy in the movie. And, you know, the movie itself deals with quite heavy topics. 
but the comedy then balances balances it out. Um, and you know that critic comparing it to you know Train Spotting and the Full Monty and the commitments, they're massive <laughs> shoulders yeah. uh, to be compared to. But that kind of Roddy Doyle world, and uh, they're the kind of movies that I, I love. And the, the important thing about the movie is you don't need to like punk music. Uh, at all to like the movie it's a character study it's about retribution it's about these characters and their lives are fragmented uh, without the band and without the music and they only realize that you know when when we get back together and I played a drummer and I come out of prison I've been in prison for five years and I go about reforming the band for one last show and the singer Eddie uh, is adamant that he doesn't want to get the band back together because it was my fault for for breaking it up in the first place and so there's all these intertwining stories and about these characters lives and but it's a feel-good movie and you're rooting for them to get back together and then the drummer bonehead his intentions whether they're pure or not for getting the band back together you have to wait and see for yourself oh he's just come out of prison does he have some uh, bad intentions maybe we'll have to wait and see what was what was it like what, what was it like kind of filming you know around dublin and and kind of generally making a feature film was it what you thought it was going to be or what was it any different it was worse <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. And we did 32 locations in seven days. Um, so wow. that's our claim to fame across three counties. So we filmed in, in Dublin, uh, County Mead and County Loud. And, you know, it originally started off as a six week shoot, um, which would have given us ample time to take it at our leisure. But then funding wise and, you know, independently, we could only lock those dates in. And I have to say the... Um, the locations we got so the community coming behind us and you know giving us a dig out we wouldn't have been able to do what we did if that didn't happen so that was amazing to have them behind us uh, it was absolutely manic i mean we were doing two days straight and we were getting the actors in on shift because we were just plugging it away but what i will say is uh because of the style of the movie and and uh, the way it's shot and the punkness of it it does lend itself to, you know, the pace of the movie and there's no lag and anybody that's seen it, it's just like it takes you on a journey from the start to the end because we basically went on that. But I was saying we should have made a documentary about the making of it because that would have been <laughs> a story in itself. Um, but it was it was crazy. And we had 38 cast and we had 20 crew and everybody was there for the same goal. So, um yeah, it was it was amazing, but it was it took me about three months to recover afterwards. So when did when did you wrap filming on it? Because this always fascinates me. The film is out kind of in September. When was the when was the last time you pointed a camera at anybody? Yeah, it was March um, last wow. year. Yeah, so I mean the post production in itself was was a beast, and uh, Emma Ray, uh, our producer and um, editor, uh, she she's put in like I don't know how many hours but it, it was like a full-time job just getting it to where it needed to be um, and we did as much as we could with our own production Sherlock Productions and then you know we had to outsource the, the colour grading and the sound mix um, so we got really good guys on that and uh, again just without the major funding behind you uh, it is really really difficult and you know even when you get to post-production phase you know when you reach out and they're still not willing to to help you um we have to find ways and means of doing everything but just to get it in the penalty for a full cinema release with omniplex and odeon now is uh, i'm still pinching myself it is crazy but very proud of all the team 
Yeah, so I suppose you can tell people where they can see it then. There's going to be a, because you're a proud, loud man, um, there's going to be a, an advanced screening in the brand new um, Omniplex in Drawd. I think it's in Scott Hall. This is on the 28th of August, um, and Odeon Cinema is releasing the 15th of September. Yeah, so it's uh, it's actually the Drawd one in Scott Hall is looking like the 30th of August now. Um, and then we have a release with Omniplex on the 1st of September, so it'll be in all the Omniplexes. Um, and then we have an advanced premiere with Odeon on the 13th in the Point Village, that's beside the Tree Arena in Dublin, and it's released with all the Odeons then on the 15th of September. Um, and we also have a um, a special screening with a Q&A in the Whale Theatre in Greystones on the 14th, that sold out in 10 minutes, which was incredible, um, and they're looking at adding a second date now, which would be the 15th of September. Um, and then we're in loads of film festivals as well. So hopefully you can catch it somewhere close to you. Um, but if you want to go for a, a good feel good movie and have a laugh, uh, which we all need after the miserable times of COVID, uh, I think it is a movie that most people will enjoy, hopefully. It's great that uh, Omniplex and Odeon are supporting local talent. I mean, it's always great to go and see, you know, the giant blockbusters like Oppenheimer and Barbie, which everybody in the country seems to have gone to see. But it's great that people are getting behind an independent movie like like your like your own. It's yeah, it really is incredible. Like, and I'm amazed how supportive they've been, and you know, the fact that they want to get independent Irish movies to the screen. Um, it is. They've just been just been really really incredible and. And their scope now, if it does well enough here um, to have a premiere in Leicester Square in London, um, you know, so even the talks of that it, it is amazing um, and they're really, really rooting for us. Um, so it all comes down now to, you know, the marketing and just pushing the trailer. The trailer's done incredible so far and we've gone viral over a million times, uh, which is amazing, but it's just getting bums on seats, you know, making sure that people do do come out and, and support it and see it and bring life back to the cinemas. Um, and like I said, you know, it is an excuse just to, to go have a good time with a movie. And uh, that's what I was saying. Who needs Barbie when you have Dublin crust? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely dead right. Before I let you go, the, the funding for a movie like this, is it very difficult to get funding from like the Irish government or from uh, the film boards and stuff over here, is it increasingly more difficult? It is really, really hard because, you know, you're competing against a conglomerate American massive companies and mm. you know, um, who are getting an investment of a million and then they're getting two million back, you know. So um, I do think there needs to be a movement for independent filmmakers because I do know so many amazing um, uh, independent filmmakers and, it's just really, really tough, you know, and, and we were rejected like uh, five times for major funding and then even smaller funding, you know, we were rejected it. And um, even though there was proof in the purchase of what we were doing and, and how we were going viral and the reaction that we've had and the reviews and, you know, it still just feels like, you know, you're on the outside and it's never enough. And um, so it is really, really tough. And I'm hoping now, you know, for my career going forward that we've gotten uh, a release in the cinemas and hopefully it will go well that it'll open up the doors that we'll be able to get funding. But for an independent movie to get a cinema release like this is kind of unheard of. So um, without being a martyr, I am hoping that it will open the doors for other independent filmmakers to do what we've done now. And it kind of breaks down those barriers um, and shows that, you know, sometimes you can cut out the middlemen and it takes an awful lot of work. It's not like you just open the door and walk in. Um, it is like a full-time job, but it is achievable. 
uh, if you set your mind to it and we can kind of take a little bit of control back. Oh, well, hopefully people support it. What's next then uh, for Baz Black after this? A rest? Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's no resting in this industry. Uh, I, I've just been cast in a... Um, a TV series, a well-known TV series. I don't think I can say what it is, but that's filming in the UK. So that's next um, acting-wise. Uh, Promotion-wise, then it'll be <laughs> Dublin Crust for the, the next while. We're over to Hastings now um, for the film festival this weekend. We're nominated for Best Feature Film there. Um, and then I've, I've written uh, a script, which is actually a psychological horror called Repent, uh, which is completely different than Dublin Crust. But I've also started uh, another script that's called Against the Odds, which is similar in tone to Dublin Crust. So hopefully we'll get one one or two of those to the market. So um, always kept busy and we just have to keep plugging on. Great. Well, it sounds like we are going to be seeing a lot more of you really interested in what you're doing filming for that new TV series. Going to keep my eye out for that one. You've piqued my interest there. Uh, Make sure you go and check out Dublin Crust, Omniplex Cinemas, Odeon Cinemas. There surely will be a screening near you. Actor, writer, director, Mr. Baz Black, thank you very much for taking the time out to talk to FM 104. Thanks a million. Absolute pleasure.